How's it going, gentlemen? This is your man, Scott McKay, and we have yet another episode of The Big Show for you today, and I have to tell you, this is going to be a hot one. And what I want to remind you of right now, while you're listening to this show, if you happen to be in front of your computer, go ahead and do a little multitasking. Go over to www.mountaintoppodcast.com, where you can see a picture of our lovely guest and engage in the show notes. Also, while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter if you haven't already. In it, you will find actionable advice on how to get better with women, how to be a better man, how to be better in the bedroom, and all of those things are going to help you excel with women from this day forward for the rest of your life. It's all there for you on www.mountaintoppodcast.com. And now, let's get on with it. Live from the mist-enshrouded mountaintop fortress that is X and Y Communications Headquarters, you're listening to the world-famous Mountaintop Podcast. And now, here's your host, Scott McKay. All right, gentlemen, here we go again. Another episode of the world-famous Mountaintop Podcast. Glad you all could be here with me today. Also with me today is a new friend of mine. She's from Germany, home of great beer and roads leading to all sorts of wonderful places within Germany that have no speed limit. And so from the land of Autobahnen and great brewskis is my new friend, Mariah Freya, all the way from Germany. Mariah, welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, it's my pleasure. We're just getting to know each other. You're kind of bursting on the scene here relative to uh, the dating advice, relationship advice world. You and your husband have been doing tantric-related education for years and years now. Is that correct? Yes. So we've been into tantra for about eight years now. We're together since 11 years, actually just married, so we're freshly married and um yeah um Betucated exists as it is today since four years and um yeah exploring the realm of um living an empowered and sexy life <laughs> now your brand is Beducated, which is very catchy now as a guy who's been schooled in the bedroom quite a lot i can kind of relate to that name frankly. <laughs> I love that name. Yeah, it's good. For us, it's really about the essence to feel educated inside the bedroom and beyond, because I believe, and that's what I've experienced in my personal life, that once I started to speak up for the things I wanted, you know, once I started to ask for cunnilingus or any, you know, anything sexy or uh, a, a tantric massage as well, I started to feel much more confident and, and that um, effect had, yeah, definitely rippled in all parts of my lives and also the life of my partner and our relationship. So, so I truly believe that um, education, if you want, <laughs> is a true empowerment tool for, yeah, grownups and for everyone who, who wants to conquer the world and, you know, be its best version and, and really have a, a great life. So basically working with you is like getting a master's degree in all sorts of horny things. Yeah, you could say that. Um, I mean, we, we've come, we've started this journey. Nice save. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I definitely uh, feel like I've, I've, I've started my journey with Tantra, but uh, we are now more and more exploring 
other realms as well. And, and because I, I do think there's so many amazing practices within the dating world, within the kinky world, within the swinger world, within the tantric world, and we can learn from each other. So we're really trying with Beducated to, um, yeah, get all of these educations together, all of these tools together and provide them for people around the world. We're actually super excited. Um, we already sold into 94 different countries. So that's really amazing to see that it's not just the Western world that is, um, you know, looking for education, but also other countries. Outstanding. I had my first guy from Monaco buy something the other day. Yeah, cool. I'm still looking for a way to sell to the Vatican. Let's see. Yes, exactly right. Solve that issue. <laughs> yeah, but Monaco is so tiny. You know, I was just really excited when that one came in. And I'm always happy when people buy things from like Burkina Faso and I go back and say, okay, has somebody ever bought anything from there before? And Yeah. And I, I, I just think it's so amazing. You know, we have people from from Angola as well that, but, um, you know, I just really believe that this is so important to um, give access and these informations to everyone. And I mean, you're doing also the same with, with your show, spreading a lot of wisdom all around. No, we hope so. The pressure is already on today to have a really exciting, amazing show given the subject matter, but I really don't know how we can go wrong. So let's go ahead and dive right into this. And uh, hopefully we're going to have a very entertaining show that'll also give guys a lot of information. I'll tell you, these shows about how to have better sex are always just very popular with the guys who are listening, especially when women are, are my co-hosts. So today's topic, which you brought up, is fantastic. And we've never covered it in the entire history of this show. So I'm sort of excited about it. It's how to be multi-orgasmic. Yes. So I'll tell you what, the guys have probably never heard anything really valuable on how to be multi-orgasmic as a male. So I want to go ahead and let you riff on that first with the premise that I think a lot of guys feel a lot of pressure, first of all, to be long-lasting in the bedroom with women. But at the same time, they also feel pressure to be able to go a second round or a third round or more. And even younger guys are thinking, man, you know what? Once I blow my load here, I'm not sure I can really go right back at it. Some guys can, some guys can't. To kick this off, maybe you can talk a little bit about what separates those guys who can go another round pretty quickly from the guys who can't and what can help make the difference for us. Is that a suitable place to start? Yeah, it's great. I, I'm super honored to talk about this almost holy grail of topics, I think, or at least it at least it gives me goosebumps straight away when I'm thinking about this and, you know, sharing what I've experienced and, and my partner, what we've explored and also studied with different teachers that are supporting men as well as women to grow into their orgasmicness. So um, when we look at um, multi-orgasm, let's uh, first of all look at um, just the normal orgasm itself. Um, male and female, it's um, pretty much a, a very similar, um, you could say, script. So first of all, there's um, a warm-up phase, right, where I'm getting turned on, where during the foreplay, during a um, blowjob, or, you know, perhaps um, I'm seducing her with words or whatever you're doing. So 
there's um, a certain foreplay phase and the pleasure rises for both men as well as for women in an ideal scenario. <laughs> um, the difference is um, for men that most men can actually very quickly reach to a point where it gets really, really hot. And we call that the point of no return. It's that point where you cannot go backwards. So once you're over that point, it's no turning backwards. And then, yeah, the mechanism of your body, the hormonal releases, all the different, um, yeah, almost mechanic script steps will kind of fall into place and there's nothing you can really do about it except enjoy this blissful moment right um in the end of that um so once kind of the you could say ejaculation happened and and that's for most men you know when i'm thinking about a male orgasm i think about ejaculating so i think about okay so any orgasm comes with ejaculation so, um, and we do actually think, and I think it's um, conventional wisdom in a way, that um, an orgasm requires, first of all, an erection and also involves an ejaculation. Actually, I found, and also there are scientific studies done, uh, that both is not true. You don't need an erection for an orgasm and you don't necessarily need an ejaculation for an orgasm. So that's very interesting to keep in mind. Well, hold on a second. We can't just <laughs> let that one flow like water under the bridge here. <laughs> so I think you're going to have to unpack that one a little bit. Also, I've heard from people before that kind of teetering on the edge of what they used to call the plateau phase back in sex ed 30 years ago or 40 years ago. God, how old am I, right? Um, <laughs> not that old. Kind of that point of no return you're talking about. I've heard people talk about how kind of toggling that and controlling it and bringing yourself right to the brink and having the ability physically to kind of rein that back in counts as being multiple orgasmic. But I'm not sure a lot of guys are going to buy that either because mm -hmm. nothing really feels quite as orgasmic as just blowing your load. Is there any yes. secret to blowing multiple loads quickly? Yeah. Um so there's three aspects uh, in in your question. Um yeah, I'm going to It's complicated, I'm sorry. It's a <laughs> no complicated worries. topic, you know. It is, yeah. Um but it's also not in a way if, if we know what's actually happening. So um the first aspect of your question was um that it does it really so, so that no man ever experienced an orgasm without an erection. Well, let's put it this way. If we did, we felt like something mm -hmm. was wrong with us. Yeah. Um, actually, they've done studies um, where um, they showed that men could orgasm, uh, have multiple orgasms um, without an ejaculation and also without an erection because um, – there's um, a, a reprogramming happening when we start working with this, and and this is a lot. A lot of this stuff is taught in tantra and also Taoism, which is more the Indian versus Chinese wisdom, and um, where we look at the sensation, you could say the the body responses of of the sexual energy of of the horniness, you could say as well. So so where I'm actually reprogramming my mind to um, 
tune into a sensation that feels very orgasmic in my body. So for example, you know, someone is teasing my nipples and it, it I can focus and almost meditate so strongly on this point that it starts to really arouse me and it, it and that it creates a certain pleasure explosion you could say. Of course, it is a very very mm, down to earth biological program that flows through a male body through um a man when he ejaculates and and it it is very strongly programmed um neurological patterns are are very very deeply rooted in our system so it is in a way not an easy path to you know get there and 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 make another sensation sort of the same sensation as what you're expecting when you're ejaculating so um and it is it is never going to be the same it will be a different experience but it might be valued as a different level so what you're saying here is men need to understand that there are different kinds of orgasms we can have kind of like what we've yes. learned about women women can have clitoral orgasms women can have nipple orgasms women can have uh, ejaculating orgasms g spot deep spot orgasms Men can also learn to feel these different sensations also, and that's kind of more psychologically, are you saying, than physiologically. We're not going to necessarily ejaculate every time we have an orgasm if we know what we're doing, if we're educated, if we're educated. Exactly. Yeah, um, you could say that. Um, so women have a, a huge variety of uh, to achieve an orgasm or experience an orgasm through physiological points, as you said, she's bought cervix, clitoris, um, even the breasts can be a sort of um, kickstarter for an orgasm for women. And my theory and what I've also seen in different body works in, in Tantra and Taoism is that this is also true for men. And um, especially um, I've discovered this personally when we started exploring the Linga massage and it, it was really for me, um, giving a hand job was always kind of boring because I felt like, well, he knows best what to do, right? He, he, he's done that for so many years, uh, by himself. Why, how could I give him a better hand job, you know? And, and the tool for me was definitely the Linga massage because it, it provided me with different, Mm, techniques, hand techniques, and ways to stimulate not only his cock, but also other parts of his body, other very, very um, important zones like the prostate, the perineum, the testicles. Uh, actually, his whole body is a sensual organ, right? So, so I'm able to, um, with the tool of, of Linga massage, which Linga means the the wand of light, you could say in Sanskrit, or which is the yeah the word for penis. So you could say penis massage as well. Um, but it is tantric in in its form because you also work with breath and and um, different energy visualizations. But I don't want to go too deep into that. But it all plays a role into um, supporting the man to experience way more than only his cock yeah so and and what i've found and i mean it is true that the sexual energy or the horniness for men starts at their penis at the level of their penis i mean 
every man loves it when a woman just spontaneously goes down on him, right? I mean, they just on immediately. There's no foreplay necessarily needed. It's just like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, um, boys like have their junk touched. There's no doubt. Yeah, about that. and and, got that right. and and they and they love that immediately. So it starts right there. And for women, I mean, there are certain women that do enjoy quickies, and it's it's fun, it's great, and nothing bad about this. But generally, most women, their um, sexual energy starts from the outside and flows to the inside. So so for men, it starts at the center, at the penis flowing towards the outside and for women it's the other way around because you know the scenery needs to be great i need to be in the mood like everything should be ideally romantic and perfect from the outside and then and so i'm stimulating already by the outside and then my partner's kissing me along my neck and you know i'm 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 kind of slowly teasing myself into getting passionate about this play and and that's what what usually creates a slow warm-up for women and it builds up and then ultimately you know when she's really really wants it that's when when you start to um, touch the yoni um which is the sanskrit word for vagina or um yeah or pussy so pussy massage is is also a way it's the counterpart of what I just shared with Linga Massage, but it is very interesting um, to see this difference that, you know, a woman needs ultimately that um, educated stimulus from the outside and a man starts right at their center, right at their best piece and, and it flows into their body. So the trick is here for men not to get too quickly too hot because if they start right at their place where you know where it's going to be very easy for them to orgasm and ultimately finish up because for most men after the peak it goes down right we all know that uh, every man experiences this decline of pleasure this decline of passion and yes some men can go straight up again usually younger men can go straight up again but most men once they turn around 30 and older it starts to kind of like they feel slightly depleted and released. So it's there's a resting phase, and which is very important for them as well because they just ejaculated and it, it was a major, you know, ecstatic moment for them. Okay, several things here. Mm-hmm. First of all, way back when you were talking about hand jobs, mm-hmm. if a woman knows how to do that effectively, if she studies that and figures it out and knows how to do it as well as we as guys know how to do it Mm -hmm. for ourselves, she's amazing. It's terrific. And (laughs) I would say that the visuals associated with that, um, a woman's long hair brushing you as she does it, uh, you not having to take an active role, you being surprised perhaps by what she does, just Mm -hmm. the simple excitement of having a woman being excited about you and perhaps naked before you, all of that makes a hand job done by a woman much more exciting than simply jacking off. So I would want to underscore that. Second of all, you talked about women taking a long time to warm up. You're going to find this somewhat fascinating for sure. In my history, I have always found women are ready to go hot on the tarmac, just like historically men are famous for being. I've 
often, often unwrapped a female package to find she is just horny, hot, ready to go. I'll never forget the first time I touched a vagina that wasn't wet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, these these things actually aren't always wet all the time. And I had touched a reasonable number of vaginas before that moment happened, in case any of you guys are wondering out there. But I wondered my whole life, at least, you know, until I started really looking into this about 10, 12 years ago when it finally caught my attention. And I realized what I have been doing effectively my whole life is flirting with women and doing what's generally known nowadays is foreplay all day long. Mm. I'm with a woman, I'm flirting with her, I'm making her laugh. I'm a masculine guy, I'm appreciating her femininity. And what I have been doing, to hear my wife tell it when we've had these discussions, is I've obviously been making women horny my whole life simply by being around them. And it's not necessarily because I'm the stud of a guy, it's because I've inherently perhaps even naturally understood what turns women on sexually. So it's not like I'm starting from the ground floor every time an intimate moment starts rolling where we're starting to get naked and starting to kiss and make out. Plus, I've always been the kind of guy, and, and apparently this is very weird for men, I've always enjoyed lots of lead up. I've always enjoyed lots of sexual attention, lots of flirting, lots of horniness, and lots of kissing and making out and that sort of thing that leads up to actually getting naked and having sex. And apparently, as a man, I'm a little unique in that regard. Yeah, I, I think it's it's really fascinating. Um, and, uh, and it confirms what I know is happening in my body. You know, when, when I'm being um, teased by words and sort of flirted and, you know, have that role play and, and dance before things get hot. And, and I, I do think it's also not just a, a romantic picture of, yeah, women need their foreplay. It's, it's really something that we need physiologically. So what you're doing all day long, you're actually preparing them for, for opening up and, and for opening up their yonis and their bodies and, and themselves and also their orgasmicness. And so the more you do that, the more a woman will really open up and also trust you to open up and, you know, allow herself to moan loudly and to be wild and to ride you and, and really uh, worship your cock as well and all of that. I think all that sounds great to guys. And if we want more of it, what we'll do is we're going to slow down. And that's not a unique thought for exactly. me. I think every sexpert worth their salt, who knows actually what they're talking about, has said something to that effect, not only on this show, but in all of their writings. Guys typically are exactly as you described. Okay, let's get hot and bothered really quickly. Let's get on with it. Whereas if we stop and literally smell the roses, stop and smell the yonis a little bit around here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a lot better experience for ourselves and deliver a much better experience for women. And and it's the theory which is called spiral theory. So again, because the spiral moves for men from its penis outwards, it, it is tricky to slow down because they ride at the center, right? It's like so exciting already and they just starting right there and it's woo. So why not, you know, tip it over quickly? And that's where um, practices are like linga massage really, really help or also giving a, a yoni massage to a woman 
really help because they train you, first of all, with mindfulness to be mindful about yourself, your breathing, your body responses, what you're experiencing, what you're seeing, what you're sensing, smell, taste, hearing, all of these things, you know, that that are part of our sexual experience, of our senses. Um, it really helps you to become aware of them. And um, and speed is, is really an issue for most men. Um, but <laughs> right. once they, you know, understand that they can sort of witness themselves a little bit while they they are in you know making out and and playing their their fun game or or dancing with their partner along you know it's it's still possible to be mindful about my body responses and so when i've started working with men and and linga massages and practicing heaps of linga massages also on my partner I noticed that I could really support them by letting go of their goals. So so once they had, you know, that feeling of okay, like this is this is just a game. This is a playground. There's no ambition of like okay, got to, you know, make her come. I got to make her squirt I, or uh, I've got to last longer what you actually talked about in the very beginning that pressure because that pressure is actually supporting the speed. It, it's being fed by it, ultimately. Well, I think a lot of guys really do pressure themselves, and it saps yes. all the fun out of sex. Absolutely. Yes. And and um, so once I'm, I'm actually letting go of that goal of reaching a multiple orgasm, of lasting longer, of making her somehow have a crazy orgasm, it's it's neutral ground and from there i can you know suddenly create space to breathe to slow down to be aware of my responses but still like like have that fun that that you're talking about and enjoy the process um so what i recommend for for men here as a takeaway is really become aware how you are touching your body because i think so many men mm, you know they have their certain relationship with their body with their penis uh, how they touch their penis it's often a very very deeply ingrained way how they touch their penis and how they also masturbate so i i would like to challenge your listeners to have a shower in the morning you know everyone most people have showers in the morning and instead of using, you know, just some soap, um, use something that really um, excites you, like a good smell, like, like that really inspires you, you know, using your senses with mindfulness. And then you, instead of just rubbing it down, like, you know, it's just uh, a very practical device, your body, um, use that soap and touch your body mindfully, like really allow yourself time to like clean your body and um you will see this is an it <laughs> is really really hard to do but it, it is an amazing practice for when you're with your lover in the bedroom because there's you know extra stuff nervousness and stress and whatnot so if you're practicing this already by yourself it helps helps you ultimately to become master of your own responses and and be also able to apply that on your partner too. 
once you are more aware of your body, once you're more um, in tune with your body, that's when when you can start working with your pleasure curves as well and then ultimately work your way into multiple orgasms. So I'm building, first of all, my awareness with my own body, with my responses, with what I'm feeling in my body. And then the next time, for example, you are masturbating, you apply the same method. So you, you're really um, becoming witness of what you're doing during a very normal masturbation session. And just, you know, without judgment, just see what is it that you're actually doing there. So what, what grip are you using? What positions are you in? And then the next time, I, I would like to challenge you to do it differently. So for example, let go of the goal of, um, yeah, in, instead of reaching orgasm, just try what it means to go close to an orgasm. So what that means is you're building your pleasure scale. So you're building your pleasure, right? Let's say from zero to 10, 10 would be the peak orgasm. And you're building your pleasure to, let's say, eight, seven, eight. Nine is already very, very hot. That's where the point of no return is. Um, and then you sort of slowing that down again. So you're letting go of some of the pleasure that you built up. For some men, that, that means just stopping the, the grip or, um, you know, taking deep breaths or visualizing you know, maybe um, something else, not thinking about your orgasm. And and that's where, when it gets really interesting because when we start to, and this practice is, is very known also when we search in the internet for multi-orgasms, uh, it's called edging. Um, and edging is, you know, you edge to the point of no return and then you're going down again. And what happens is that your pleasure scale kind of moves upwards in the intensity so what felt like an eight you know after a few rounds of edging so when you got really close to the point of return and cooled off again you suddenly um feel much much more pleasure and you can suddenly contain much much more pleasure even though you're not experiencing a peak but there's a bigger vessel, you're sort of opening a vessel for more pleasure. And, and that's when usually men um, can experience a lot of pleasure that can feel up to a peak-like moment or peak-like orgasmic state. And that's when it goes back to redefining your orgasm, you know, what an orgasm actually means. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I think all that's wonderful. And I think we do need to know how to experience pleasure in deeper and perhaps even different ways as a guy. But I want to go ahead and offer some ways that guys may actually be able to blow a load more than once, because I think we've got to answer that question for guys. First of all, I'm 52 years old. I don't think you have to give up all hope that you can go two rounds completely uh, after age 30. To go along with that, there are guys who are 18 years old who once they blow their load, once they ejaculate, they're not able to go another round. 
Um, I've talked to people who are insiders in the porn industry, and they often say that once the male porn star has had an ejaculation, the scene's over, at least from you know the money shot perspective. So a lot of times they'll shoot those scenes in reverse, you know, especially if the girl's really hot and gets him all excited. The guy will actually have an ejaculation. Then they'll go back and try to get him hard again so that he can go with more stamina precisely because it's less likely he's going to have another orgasm. So I'll give you a couple tricks, if you will, that I know of, and let's see what you have to say about them. The first one is when you ejaculate the first time, don't ejaculate everything out. Guys can either keep coming and coming and coming until it's all completely blown out of their system, or they can kind of truncate that orgasm somewhere in the middle. And I've noticed that if I can go ahead and show some restraint and keep some of that orgasm back, then it's a little bit easier after perhaps a brief recovery period to go back at it again. And women seem to appreciate that. And I will also add that women really do like when men ejaculate. They're very proud of themselves when they make you ejaculate. And if you can ejaculate twice, that is a visual representation to a woman that she's really excited you and she feels really good about that. I think that's something nobody would argue. The other thing that I'm going to say is we are chronically dehydrated in this society. People don't drink nearly enough water. If you drink a lot of water, obviously you're giving your balls more to produce with. And I'm no scientist and I'm no nutritionist, but I've noticed that being hydrated really does help with your ejaculate and your ability to produce more of it quickly. Also for women, by the way, <laughs> so if, if you drink a lot of water as a woman before sex, it, the chance to squirt is also much higher. Oh too. yeah, wonderful. And that's not because it's urine, it's because yes. your body there, there's has more, more fluid to use. available. Right. Yes. I also think that you can use the right supplements and be able to ejaculate much more frequently and more voluminously and have a second round. I recommend, for example, that guys take zinc. Zinc is a wonderful way to really feel a lot hornier very quickly. And, you know, not necessarily Viagra or Cialis or anything like that, because that affects the body in a different way that allows you to become horny. But in terms of actually being able to ejaculate and have staying power, I think that's all very good. I also suspect most guys already realize what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, just in case somebody doesn't. Your penis is a muscle. And after you use your muscles, your muscles need recovery. Sometimes if you massage your penis when it's like, you know, at half mast afterwards and kind of stretch it out a little bit, you can achieve an erection more quickly because it isn't going to hurt as much. You know, the muscles won't feel as used as it were. And that allows you to go a second round. But I think the biggest factor of all, and I want to see if you agree with me here, Mariah, is stop pressuring yourself. Just realize there's a naked woman in front of you. She's very horny. Uh, maybe you've already had an orgasm very quickly. A lot of guys very much fear premature ejaculation. Great. Have that ejaculation. Have it happen quickly if it ends up going that way. Realize, guys, if you ejaculate prematurely, you know, hey, maybe the woman's going to be disappointed, but in the back of her mind, she's also going to be proud of herself that she made you come so quickly. I mean, that's a great thing for a woman's sexual ego. But if you can relax and say, wow, if you know, she made me come that quickly, maybe if I take a deep breath, maybe go take a pit stop break, grab a bottled water or whatever. If I stop pressuring myself, 
and I start perhaps focusing on her sexually, maybe performing on her orally or manually, yoni massages you were talking about. Next thing you know, I'm going to be sprung again, and this is going to be great news for everybody, and I'll be able to go that second round and have a lot more stamina as I do it. And it isn't necessarily so much that I have a second orgasm, but that I have the stamina to go that second round. I think, however, once that second round starts happening and you're excited again, I think a lot of guys will surprise themselves that their balls are up to the challenge and they may not have as big a second ejaculatory orgasm in terms of the volume of semen that's produced, but indeed they've gone a second round. Now, if you go in third and fourth rounds, okay, you're superhuman. My hat's off to you. That's really (laughs) cool. But those are my personal secrets at a very practical level of being able to go a second round as a guy and perhaps having a multiple orgasm in the classic terms of being able to quote unquote blow your load. I understand and respect everything you're talking about in terms of, you know, learning new sensations and perhaps being able to go to the point of no return and bringing it back. But a lot of guys are really going to be interested in that very practical application of how do I blow two loads in one session of sex with a woman And I wanted to try to at least put some practical perspective on that because otherwise these guys will be disappointed. Sure. Yeah, I I think um, what you're saying is is really amazing. And yeah, great um, things that you were sharing. Um, I I think there's so much more to talk about. Um, I, I feel... Everyone has their own way of, of exploring the sexuality and exploring, you know, how to come once, twice, or many times, or not, you know, whatever you choose to do. One thing that I wanted to add is um, if you, for example, just ejaculated and you didn't want it to, so it, it happened involuntary, um, again, yeah, let go of the pressure. It's fine. Enjoy it. Like really allow yourself to enjoy it. Feel it fully. And then, you know, pause for a moment, perhaps, um, you know, just cuddle a little bit to kind of um, slow things down. But then again, yeah, you can use your hands uh, for an amazing yoni massage. You can use your tongue for an amazing cunnilingus. So there's heaps of ways of how you can stimulate her again. And this way it becomes a beautiful dance and, you know, it doesn't feel as frustrating. And I do feel that a yoni massage is a very empowering tool for men because, you know, it's it's not just their dick that's responsible to massage their woman, but also their hands that can do amazing things. And the more we know about this, the better. So yeah, let go of the pressure. Um, that's just one thing that I, I would love to to give to you. And um, I think the, the rest really falls into place once, you know, you allow yourself to just play here. You know, thinking about what you're saying, it occurs to me that nothing makes for bad sex quite like pressure and guilt. <laughs> so the more that you're going to be able to relax and literally go with the flow, the better off we're all going to be. I would also add there that I think men and women do well to understand how each other's sexuality works because, you know, you have a lot of women who think, oh, well, why can't you slow down? Why can't you warm up? Why can't you be more like a woman? And men are more like, why can't this woman just warm up? Why can't she be more like a man? We have to understand that if we focus on our partner's pleasure first, even better, more pleasurable things are going to come back to us. 
So with that, Mariah, I want to let these guys in on your new program for men from Beducated that focuses not only on lingam massage, penis massage, if you will, but also how to manually manipulate a woman's lady parts as well, which of course is your yoni massage course. Uh, give us about 30 seconds on what they can expect when they get that course. Sure. So there's a step-by-step program on how to learn to give a yoni massage or receive a yoni massage. So it's pretty much made for couples, but also for singles that want to, you know, get that tool into their pocket for any future partners. And as well, the Linga massage program, which is of course, addressing the givers, so ideally your partner, but I also added a self-Linga massage as well in there. So there's an empowering tool for you to explore these techniques by yourself as well. So that's super exciting. And yeah, I'd welcome you to check it out. And guys, as always, I've created a special URL for you so you can go do exactly that. Check out what Mariah has to offer over there at Beducated. And that is www.mountaintoppodcast.com front slash Beducated, which is educated with a B, B B-E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D. And there you'll find out about Mariah and what she's got going on and be able to get your hands on this course, no pun intended. And uh, I think that's just fantastic. I think we do need more Beducation Mariah, and I think this is an excellent service you're providing to couples everywhere. I agree. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, well, thank you for being on. It's been a pleasure. And guys, I know I say this at the end of every show, but if you're not on my newsletter, here's exactly what you're missing out on. You're missing out on free, actionable, fluff-free information on how to be a better man, how to make women more excited about you, and how to get the woman of your dreams off your computer screen and into your life or out of your classroom, workplace, or wherever you're socializing and into your life. Guys, go to www.mountaintoppodcast.com. Get you some. There are also lots of other things that you can find out about at mountaintoppodcast.com. There's a link to the show notes page where you can see pictures of our lovely guests today, as well as pictures of our not-so-lovely old guys who've been on the show in the past. Either way, you get all the show notes. You can sign up for the newsletter and have lots of fun at mountaintoppodcast.com. Until the next show, this is your boy Scott McKay hailing from what is a rainy San Antonio, Texas today. Usually sunny and warm, but rainy today. Until I talk to you again real soon. Be good out there. The Mountaintop Podcast is copyright 2016 by X and Y Communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Be sure to visit www.mountaintoppodcast.com for show notes. And while you're there, sign up for the X and Y Communications newsletter. This is Ed Roy Odom speaking for the Mountaintop Podcast.